Okay. This is great that I finally figured out how to live stream from a Chromebook. Yeah, that is surprising, to be honest. Yeah. Well, I got really tired. of. I was like, it's 2020. There's got to be a way. And then <laughs> someone's Reddit post is literally like, it's 2019. There's got to be a way. That's <laughs> <laughs> awesome. So, you know when someone that you have really low expectations for does something really good? Yeah. Is that your Chromebox or what? No, so <laughs> Goldman Goldman Sachs says they're not going to nice. do any IPOs. So I was just that... like, "What?" <laughs> <laughs> Tell me the story, Zach. I thought it was incredible, but indeed, you phrased up very well. <laughs> so Goldman Sachs is, uh, yeah, not going to participate in any IPOs that um, that have all male board of directors. Wow! So Finally. I think that's great. Finally. It sucks that probably the the check will be like, do you have one not yeah, mail board? Exactly, <laughs> I was going to say, but but it's a start. It's a nudge. Yeah, That's because at least it makes people think about it. Hmm. Yeah. Um, well, and it's a good because there's already so many rules and guidelines to go public already. Mm-hmm. So it, I mean, like of all the things that there should be some check boxes for, like some red flags around like there's plenty of things that like oh hey that's a red flag we really don't want to participate in ipos this is like a good addition um hopefully you know jp morgan and all the other underwriters will follow suit. yeah that'll be interesting i guess usually that's the case in this industry but mm. (laughs) I, i would like to see like more minimums if that makes sense like okay well yes having one woman is just like such a weird like they could have been like at least two it could have been more specific yeah yeah but like i mean i guess it's not just women yeah exactly but also i mean why do you think these people have done this now like what what motivates them to do this it's a risk that's how i see it whenever somebody in the financial industry does something it's a risk like i see it as them being like these people are going to get in trouble for being all dudes like it's it's really sad to say. I don't know if it's about their morals so much as like we would like to make more money. Therefore, boards with one woman on them are less likely to get sued <laughs> or whatever. Like yeah. not sued, but I was I was thinking about that part. Maybe they've seen from numbers that it's more successful in general. Yeah. And then they can also take some like good promo there, like good right. PR with like, look at us, we're being uh, great guys for once. But I mean, right. are they? No. <laughs> it's just like how dads always get praised for normal parental tasks. Like, you changed the diaper. Congrats. Yeah. Like, my husband is so good. He does the diaper changing and everything. Well, that is, I would say, normal. Wow. Yeah. Like, you, you right. congrats on cleaning up your baby's poop. Like, yeah. Uh, <laughs> That's what I was trying to say with the like someone you already have really low expectations for doing the right thing. Right. It's yeah. like Goldman Sachs. I, I didn't out of all of the companies. Know, have, but yeah. Yeah. I don't expect a lot of like great things from them. <laughs> what uh what are we gonna talk about today? <laughs> I'm still laughing to myself that I thought your low expectations was the Chromebook. <laughs> Oh, oh man. man. Yeah, we could talk about anything you want. Uh, 
<laughs> we need we need to talk about your new wow oh <laughs> What the yeah. fuck's wrong with you? That's good. I'm like, happy that you're like happy. The yeah. <laughs> I like that you went for like um your like business button down. Oh, you're, like, I had to your manager I now. <laughs> uh, yeah, I wear shit. I wear shit every day. So, well, not every day, but most days. <laughs> wow. Uh, Some days, Ellen doesn't I didn't wear know, a shirt. Like, I was gonna say if I didn't know it was morning over there. I would yeah. say you were drunk or something. I probably am a little hungover. <laughs> oh, that's what's going on. <laughs> uh, it is morning, though. I'm, this is like, you know, it's like that thing where you're tired slash drunk. I think it's very much the same. Um, we should talk about Chromebooks. Yeah. Speaking of. I would love to. I'm a big fan. Oh, I should have bought it, <laughs> bought it to this room. That's okay. Oh, yeah. Are you not, are you not wearing pants, Owen? I am wearing pants. I'm just like. I'm not entirely sure where I put it. <laughs> That's all right. Uh, it's at work. <laughs> I have a feeling it might be at work. Uh, anyway, we can still talk about it without uh, it being present. Okay, what else do we got? Well, you yeah. posted a screenshot of something, uh, Zach. Oh, uh, yeah. So my other podcast, Bezier, which is a design interview podcast, um, it just got... Um, sponsored by anchor yeah baby so i've had the anchor sponsorship checkmark turned on since november and what you do is you when you're building the episode in anchor when you're gonna publish you have like the audio track and then you like put it in the thing and then you can stack like other tiles mm. that are different things you can add like a the voice messages right someone could leave a voice message at the end of the podcast and we could like tack it on the end so there's like an option to add a sponsor unit and then you stick it wherever in the podcast you could do it, beginning, the end or in the middle. If you break your episode up into different sections. So what I usually do is I edit our podcast or Bezier. So my other podcast, edit it. I have the one audio tile, stick it in and then you press the plus button and you get your little sponsorship tile oh. and you stick it in the front. And so eventually when you get offered through the anchor platform to sponsor when it like connects you with somebody it's like matching huh. it's like tinder you know it like matches you with somebody um when you get it you record your ad and then wherever you've placed those little ad units in all the different episodes mm -hmm. it just adds it in so when someone goes to listen to it that's all part of the audio track now huh. So I don't have to go edit in the ad into every episode. And when I have multiple ads, so let's say Anchor sponsors me and then Squarespace sponsors me or Casper Mattresses, I could, <laughs> the, the three I could just record those ads. <laughs> yeah, the, those are the three. <laughs> but you just record those ads and then it will automatically swap them in huh. for you. So you don't have to like go back and edit episodes and if... Um, let's say they're like, we're going to sponsor you for three months. At the end of three months, the ad just falls out and is swapped. Hmm. So it's it's really nice how they automate it, and it's not like very manual. Yeah, wow. So I'm about to hit 1,000 total listens on Anchor for Bezier. I'm I've have 11 published episodes, I believe. Right. Um. So about to hit a thousand total listens, and the ad from Anchor says that I get $15 for for 1,000 listeners. Interesting. 
So I, I think it's a trigger of like once your podcast gets to a certain right. size. Okay, Nova C in the chat says, where are your podcasts hosted? So we, we host with Anchor. Yep, it's free. It's free. Well, that's what that's funny is I have all the like language of how to sell Anchor now because I just recorded an ad. <laughs> and this is not an ad, <laughs> I'll have you know, not a native ad. This is not a native ad, but um, we do use Anchor. Yeah, we, We're also using Squadcast, yeah. which you can see on the live stream. We actually used to use Simplecast, but it costed too much. And that new interface, like their back end was really not good. I did like Simplecast. The back end was fine yeah, for what it, it did, okay. but they did a rebrand, a whole V2 version or whatever, and then they started charging for the analytics That's that we right. used to get for free. Really weird. Like, what a yeah, way to lose were like, customers. Oh, <laughs> yeah. They, like, changed the price tiers and shit. So, yeah, they doubled yeah, the pricing if you wanted analytics. And I was like, you know what? There is free shit out there. <laughs> Um, well, and Anchor's owned by Spotify, so they don't need to make money on it. Yeah. They actually probably make money doing the advertising I think platform. So. Yeah. Yeah, because so now actually Spotify has started injecting ads, even if you don't do it to all really? podcasts. Really? Apparently. I don't know if this is actually a thing, but yet. they're testing it. So, like, well, to, so this is the funny thing is I'm pretty sure you almost never hear ads in Europe because they do that thing where they detect where you are. And like often I'll be listening to NPR stuff and it'll be like, uh, we'll be back after this message for our sponsors. All right, we're back. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they target like, like American podcasts target American companies and so, they usually don't even exist right. here. So it yeah. doesn't really make sense. Just like the fucking whole, the whole Casper thing. Right? Exactly. So <laughs> Casper, you couldn't even get that Speaking for the longest of. time here. I'm not sure if you can even get it now. No, but like for the longest not. time, you could not order that stuff. So we yeah. know everything about Casper and all Casper the Casper mattresses. But like, <laughs> the one that I used to get amused by was um blue uh blue apron because it was like guys of all things, this is never coming here. Like, what are you doing? Yeah, uh, but we have HelloFresh, which is like the same. Isn't thing. it from Germany? That's probably why. Yeah, and we also have Marley Spoon. Oh, I use an organic good? meal kit. <laughs> what did you just say? I use an organic meal kit. Oh, wow, Owen. No, we just signed up for one actually for the first time. Not tech, but I was like, can I find something that's not one of those giant companies? Like HelloFresh. Yeah. I don't know. I read that article that seemed they were very Wait, evil. Um, oh, no. But, oh. oh, well, I can <laughs> I can just try the one that... Look at <laughs> it's like, what happened? I could try the one that Freddie just said yeah. that sounded like a Dutch company. We found like just an independent one locally. It was really cool. It's called Fresh City Farms. You should check out. Oh, that sounds like a CSA. Yeah, it's actually just. A... Yeah, I think it's a co-op thing. Nice. Yeah. You should check out um, Imperfect Foods. Oh, I think I've heard of it. Yeah. Sorry. So they do a, C- a CSA, right. but like the whole part of it is that it's foods that supermarkets won't buy. Hmm. Looks awesome. Okay, someone is in Discord and says it's working. There's an ant on my webcam. It's really weird. What? An ant? A giant ant. Oh, like, and how's the weather in Canada? Um, it yeah, snowed wait, a ton. Should we do the intro okay. and then do the workshop? Yes. yes, let's do that. Let's have a structure to this thing. Oh, my God. <clears throat> do you want me to do it or are you going to do it?
You're listening to Charge Tech Podcast, a podcast that looks at tech and how it shapes the world around us. I'm one of your hosts, Zach Grosser, and joining me are... Frederica Monti. Owen Williams. Hello. And this is episode 129. Oh, hi. You remember how last episode I switched it around so I closed with the episode number? Ooh. Didn't think about how that would affect me doing the episode <laughs> intro. <laughs> <laughs> That's quite funny. Um, All right, let's do the weather. Okay. The weather is snowy, a lot of snow. It snowed really? like hmm, overnight. Owen. So, yes. Owen, it's. Give us like 18 centimeters. <laughs> 18 centimeters? Yeah. It sounds like it a lot. It is a lot because I have to scoop it after this. Owen. Yes. It's spring in Amsterdam. Yeah, okay. We had that it last week. <laughs> crazy. Sunny. Yeah, sun really? right wow. That's awesome. I have my curtains open, so that's all natural light. <laughs> Congrats. I have my curtains closed, and still there is so much beautiful light. Wow. Well, the sun is still coming up here because it is like 7 in the morning. But soon <laughs> I will have great natural light also. <laughs> yeah. It's, no, uh, it's it's honestly weird, and I'm kind of afraid because uh, right. we haven't had any winter at all whatsoever. No, and- right. And I think we touched on this last episode as well, but that usually means that we'll have a terrible summer full of mosquitoes. Oh, yes. So, so we've had that- a very similar thing here this year where it has snowed. I obviously have not lived here for a winter before, but everybody has said constantly, this ain't that bad. And I'm like, what? And then I was reading yesterday yeah. that a winter like this, it just gets like just below freezing and then up over and over and over. Apparently, it just ruins all the roads because they all expand yeah. and crack and stand and crack, and there's just potholes everywhere. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yep, that's, terrible. Yeah. And I have to shovel well, snow. So, welcome to that part of the world. Yeah. <laughs> uh, welcome in North America, where they're not bad, not good at roads as is. <laughs> terrible. I know this isn't the climate change podcast, but it can be. Can I just share something? <laughs> you want? <laughs> it's charged. Um. So the the sun has se- like seasons and like cycles mm-hmm. that it goes through, and scientists are predicting that we're about to go into this cycle that <clears throat> happens about every two hundred years. They believe mm-hmm. it's obviously hard because our scientific we observation right. methods have changed over the past two hundred years, and our ability to measure what the sun is doing. But I believe it's going to the cycle where it outputs a little bit less, like heat and light and all the other things that it come our way Mm -hmm. and would normally throw the earth into like what they're saying would be a mini ice age it would be a couple years of about one degree celsius cooling but because of climate change and we've got like one and a half degree warming Mm -hmm. currently it it's it's going to actually make it seem like climate change is less impactful for the next couple years Mm -hmm. while it's actually much more then we're seeing yes, like add one degree Celsius to all of the measurements yes. on, on the averages. Uh. And you'll be like, and so the concern is when we come out of this cycle of the sun, it's going to feel like a huge jump mm-hmm. for us in the like climate mm. emergency because the sun will turn back up to a hundred, like to right. normal. But isn't that the yeah. insidious thing with climate change is very much that like, it can often feel like it's normal or fine uh, for a bit. And then you're like, oh, shit. Like, it actually right. goes through loops. Um, and then, So to Freddie's point, yeah. we'll get, like, a plague of mosquitoes so this summer. Yeah. The Dutch mosquitoes are really something. 
like I don't know what you put them in them, but uh, <laughs> they're just really evil. I hate them. Bad. Uh, welcome to the mosquito much. warming podcast. Um, anyway, so enough about the weather. You know what we should talk about immediately? What the, the app thing? This stupid app in Iowa. <laughs> What? Oh my god, yes. Okay. So Oh my god. For the non americans I was like, what happened this week? Nothing has happened this week. And then I was like, oh crisis. Yeah. Okay. So I'm gonna do my best to summarize. Can you tell this. me it's first and thirty seconds why yeah. the fuck Iowa matters at all? Why do I right. care? So, okay. So the presidential elections, because we have a two party system in America, right? They have to pick their primary candidate, right? Okay. So that it is one person versus another person mm-hmm. for whatever reason, instead of, you know, here are these 10 people running for the, for the one Democratic like. presidential. <laughs> right. So it's not 20 people against each other and then everyone votes for one out of 20. It's so that, you know, it's like A or B. Or C is the independent or green party that happens that actually just takes away votes and kind of screwed up the last election. So lots of things screwed up the last election. Well, and I would like to say that, like, based on what just happened with the Senate not impeaching Trump is we're very much likely to have what's called a show election Mm -hmm. or a sham election that happens in lots of dictatorships. Mm You know where Putin gets like ninety five percent of the yeah, votes, yeah. and it's like, oh, he that's won. weird. Yeah, well, he 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 rigged it all. So like, that's what's about to happen in the United States. I don't think people are people still think we're going to have a fair election. <laughs> and the way show elections work is they make it look like a democratically oh, yeah. elected. Yeah. Anyway, so <laughs> that's what we're marching toward really fast. Uh... And I think at this point is a high likelihood of happening. But so you've got all these democratic. Um, hopefuls, mm-hmm. right? You've got Bernie Sanders and Elizabeth Warren. You've got Mayor Pete and Joe Biden and all of the great candidates of color that somehow didn't make it to the Iowa caucus. You know how wow, it goes. America. Racism. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, so no. yeah. the way that this works is there's two elections. There's the primary election that you get to vote in the party you're registered with. So when you register to vote, you can register with the party. Mm-hmm. So you're like, I'm going to register as a Democrat. You can't vote in the Republican primaries if you're a registered Democrat. Yeah. So the primaries are just for your party. But you could also not, you could be like an independent, register as an independent, and then you just don't vote in the primaries. Or you vote in the primaries for the independent candidates. Why is it so complicated? I know. it's Just let people vote. Yeah, so I'm registered Democrat. I get to vote in the Democratic primary. So I get to pick which of these candidates I vote for. But how they get that number down from the 14 people that are running at the Howard Schultz, who's no longer, I guess the Michael Bloomberg, the billionaire class that's running, like how they get that vote down to the one candidate that's going to be in the presidential election against Trump on the ballot is they do the primaries and to get the primary people down and to build up to the primaries is this caucusing. So they go to a state and a small group of people, I think it's like 4,000 people yeah. 
pick a candidate. And then, you know, the ones that come out on top, they're the ones that are going to be getting the most donations oh, to go into the primary. Like, it's so yes. fucking dumb. <laughs> and it happens like a fucking high school gymnasium. I saw. They and stand on either side. I'm like, what? Yeah, it's like this? that corner is Bernie Sanders, and that it's corner like, is cool. standing. Hey kids, what color yeah. do you like? Stand on that side if you like blue. That Fuck side sake. if you like red. So the whole thing that I got from this whole this Iowa caucus thing was just people tweeting about not understanding what caucus meant, and they were they didn't <laughs> want to, and then they were like they did that thread thing where you go like caucus, isn't that like the rice thing but from north africa <laughs> and then someone's yeah, like no yeah. that's couscous it's like <laughs> <laughs> yeah but um, this is an actual thing this is an oh, actual thing and it's stupid and everyone's already so iowa is a very white state the people that get to caucus <laughs> to actually vote in the caucus to to actually caucus for candidates right. It's very ableist, right? You have to be able to oh my God, it's not so be to working. You have to have a certain amount of money. Like, there's lots right. of things that make it so. It's very not representative of the American people, right? Yeah, right. So that's one of the biggest criticisms of Iowa specifically. Is Iowa is like super white. It's very ableist. The event it doesn't allow people that have to work instead of come. You know, so it's bad. It's mm-hmm. bad all overall. Um. But what happens is all these volunteers go out and they try and get people to like caucus for a candidate, Christ. right? And then they record like that. Sixth thing at this point, like caucus for your candidate. Like how weird. Yeah. But so they 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 record that, and so right. this time around, they are using an app. Somebody was like, "I know an app would be a good idea." There's oh, always the no. guy who's like, "Let's make an app." Oh no. There's lots of details about the app that are important and should scare everybody. Each separate detail about the app should scare you. Oh my god, so many things. One, it was developed in two months. No. Two, that's they distributed app, it outside of the app, app store. No. One, it's distributed outside the app store. One, if you had the pin code yeah. to activate you could change the results on the dashboard. Seven. It used Firebase. Mayor Pete's Mayor Pizza, someone from Mayor Pete's staff tweeted a picture of a printout print that had the pin code yeah. on it. So people from that that saw the tweet were able to go and change the results. Um, it only accurate, accurately reported at this point 62% of the votes. Uh-huh. Um, it's made by a company. <laughs> it's made by a company that not only has investment from Mayor Pete directly. <laughs> Oh, no. it's just, oh my god! The company is mostly ex Hillary Clinton staffers, and from the name is the best part. Shadow, Inc. I know of all names you could pick for a company. Why the, is this one? Not only is Mayor Pete funded part of this company, but the CEO of Acronym, the parent company, <laughs> tweeted this huge like she's for Mayor Pete tweet so uh, that's fine right weird but it's weird and then the because the app was not being oh so and then there was this problem where (laughs) because it was a web view someone zoomed in to see the text larger (laughs) 
and not all the candidates' names were on the screen anymore mm. for everybody. Oh <laughs> so, no! So people we're collecting votes. It, they weren't seeing all the choices. Oh shit! Then there's this night where the press are supposed to have gotten an early reporting mm-hmm. of the tally at this point, and this is sort of why the it moved to an app is they wanted the results faster than a paper record. It's a spreadsheet. God damn it. Yeah, exactly. So <laughs> usually what happens is the results come out and then the candidates have like a speech to their supporters. <laughs> right. Yep. So at this point on the screen, on the news, there's the results at the bottom and it's 0% for every candidate. Yeah. Because the results aren't in when they're supposed to be yet. However, Mayor Pete is on stage with a, like a, like a speech. He's saying that they won. <laughs> and what, they, what else did they say? But like, you don't have the results. How do you know that you won? Oh, maybe you rigged the whole thing because you oh, my paid part of that God. company. Oh, like, it's Lord. so clearly fucked up. Yeah. So oh, a couple so sorry. things my this does. My cat is really annoying right now. It's okay. People watching the YouTube live stream can see that. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, first off, I do want to say, like, what I'm saying by the time this episode comes out will probably not be true anymore because we're still learning information about what actually happened. But what we know is every single person that works in software development knows how bad this is. Well, everybody who works in software development is like, I work in software development. Don't use an app. Like, <laughs> don't use an app. Don't don't make an app. Don't use an app. This is one a really bad sign for what we have for the rest of the year for all the elections. Mm-hmm. Like, so does this have bad. to happen in every state or just in Iowa? So New Hampshire's next. The campaigns have, for the most part, already moved to New Hampshire to start caucusing there, even without the Iowa I did not know this situation was being fully resolved. <laughs> One of the only reasons that we might still have some hope for getting actual results out of Iowa is that the campaigns individually keep paper records. Mm. Wow. So Thank like God. the Bernie Sanders campaign and the Elizabeth Warren campaign have hopefully together enough of the information to have the data. Right. From a technological perspective, this is a complete failure it gives everybody a lot of pause to trust any of these companies right. to be involved with any election things, more so than we already are. And I don't know. It's but isn't it's just isn't the really key thing that like the Democrats actually did have a technical edge for a number of years. Like they were really technically good in the Obama era, like pre Obama even. We believed that, yeah. but the whole time the Republicans were had like Cambridge Analytica yeah. and all these other firms. Uh, I know, but like doing these misinformation campaigns. I guess what I'm saying is and they were they used- had the like this was an attempt to try and get back to that and they just like completely like went off the end. <laughs> yeah, like dude an ad, like <laughs> yeah. a spreadsheet with Google accounts would have probably been better. Like it's just so funny. But that, with it's some kind testing, of right. some training. But this stuff has always been tricky because um, the yeah. very famous uh, 99% Invisible episode about a specific case where a lot of elderly people uh, voted for the wrong person because mm. they couldn't read the fucking ballot or the mm. ballot was unclear or ba- basically bad design, right? Right, right. 
And then, for instance, here in the Netherlands, when you go to vote, you get a giant, basically, newspaper. It is. It's like if you would open the New York Times, right? Like, that is the way to... It's just that. Giant. But it's for a reason. It's because at some point we had uh, voting computers. Huh. And people were messing with them. They they couldn't assure that they. Um, I remember this. That 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 they weren't messed with. I read so something they, crazy they about like the USB back. drive or something at the back. Like they had tried to remove it, but you could get to it. Like it was. This whole I mean, thing. we all know that governments and uh, computer solutions or like software solutions and shit like that are just trash like yeah most yeah. Most, most important it, yeah. banking still works on fucking COBOL. um <laughs> like the government i think That's the true. government paid microsoft millions of euros so they could keep their computers on <laughs> windows, windows xp, XP yeah like uh, and and i mean we, me? we should, it does upset me but also we shouldn't forget that it's also because of the scale like yeah. the scale of 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 right service and network and everything makes everything just really fucking hard and i kind of diaries has scared a healthy fear into me of all of these things though right exactly so um they decided that having voting computers is just too much uh and too much of a risk for democracy which i mean hell yeah um and definitely developing an app in two months and not even having it on the app store it's not it but this actually poses something that's interesting as well, because say they do make a, a decent app, right? Mm. And then uh, they would put it onto the yeah. app store. Um, well, then this, it's even worse. This really changes Apple's position as well. Yeah. Because now they are the ones that in, in ways are um, making sure the government is doing their job. Yeah. Yeah, it's is complicated thing, for me. Yeah, is because, that a thing that is? Well, it's like the editorial privilege. Yeah, it's interesting. It's complicated because I think it, ideally, a private company, even if they're a public company, but like a, a private institution shouldn't do this, right? But we don't currently trust a government to do this either. Yeah, yeah, and and, so, and then you know like, that like. Google, Go ahead. I mean, the U.S. Um, hires a lot of freelancers to do all their government uh, ICT right. stuff. Microsoft. I think that's all they do. Yeah. And then they have this weird thing where they go with anyone who is the cheapest. Right. Yeah, well, they, it's all tendered. That's like a very old school thing. It's interesting the way this works in New Zealand. I was just thinking about the elections because we've got our own coming up. Uh, we don't have a, that complicated system it's just like vote for the person you like and the party you like like it's not hard but um they actually have digital voting and they have for years but they get around the so there's two things they do that are really interesting you can't vote digitally if you live in the country which is really interesting um and that's because they want to verify your identity and like they have the official place and like they use the paper if you're overseas you get your papers um, and they're slightly different. And you basically take a photo of the paper filled out both sides with your phone and upload it through the website. So that it's like the combination of form and things. So like it's the the two. And they're like, if you if you publicly post this, this ballot will be null because it has a QR code on it. 
Um, oh. And then that's it. Like, you don't, that's, they process it that way. I mean, the absentee ballot for the US, I can fact it. <laughs> that's that's, similar. that's why people at the office every now and then are like, is, is there a fax machine here? And everyone's like, no. Yeah. Wait, did you? Yeah, the government. Did you just literally say fax it? Yeah. yeah. Just to oh, clarify. America yeah. is amazing. You know, it's I mean, really interesting. I mean, I mean, like, it doesn't really, it doesn't really dis- uh, surprise me at all whatsoever. I'm not like, America is the country that still does like fucking what are those called? The paper things that you, mm. and then it's supposed to be money. Check checks. Yes, it's what supposed to be money. I got one in the mail. <laughs> I, a, I got one in the mail. I was like, me what a do check. I do? I had a client Never send me accept a check. checks. And then, well, I I said, don't send me a check. Like, here's my wire information. They mailed me a check. Uh. And this is a little bit on the Dutch banking side. I walked over to the ING. It's gone. They boarded yeah. up the really? ING. The one on King <laughs> no, 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 no. There's no. a sign like in Dutch. Moved. And they don't they support moved. I read it. cash no, and checks wait. digitally. They moved, but the new location doesn't open until next No. Week. What? Who does <laughs> yeah, this? What? It's not, this the they have not moved This yet. is my favorite Dutchism ever, though. Moving. They're like, no, I'm sorry. It's the rule. Like, we have to close. It's just, we're just closing on this day. It doesn't matter. Okay, like, sex, sex, sex. For real, though. Uh, my studio mate at some point he got um he also got a check and it was for a kind of low amount so he went to ing to cash it in right and then like, cashing it in was almost as expensive Ugh. as the amount of money he was supposed to get from the check so i have two so... remarks on this having moved to north america canada doesn't use checks as heavily however because it's part of the north american system they still exist so when i signed up for my bank they're like would you like your 10 free checks i'm like how about zero like i literally refused them and she was like what are you doing and then you have to you have to pay for them usually you buy the book you have to buy them you have to buy a book so my landlord was like you you can pay me with a check and i was like fuck off i'm not paying i'm not taking this house if i pay you with a check like i'm i'm not interested (laughs) in doing that isn't your landlord like in amsterdam yeah so it was actually more complicated in the end to do it that way anyway so that was great um but i have run into situations where like there is no other way to pay for things as an example i bought my car and then i was like i need to pay for parking well there's two ways to get a car park spot in toronto mail a check or go to the place an hour away in person with your check i will say that a lot of the banks not all the banks but a lot of the banks in the app will let you mail a check Where you fill it out and it just, they do. And the, also like, the technology, you can printing. take a photo of your check to cash it. And I'm like, you can't, you built all of this without thinking once. Like, how about we just don't support yeah. <laughs> it? Yeah, I guess yeah, we have a similar weird. thing called accept giro. Yeah, yeah. And you get it from Belastingdienst usually. Yeah. And then you, it's basically just a thing. You can mail it to the bank, but you, usually you just it's take not, over the number yeah. and then that's it. Exactly. But I actually realized like, okay, this is a really bad insight and we can move on after this. But like checks have one useful utility, which is you can't send money in the mail. Like it is the one right. thing you that they're good like, for. Put- bills in yeah the mail. it's like if i i mean you can if, well you can my don't. grandma did that all the time yeah well okay but <laughs> yeah. if you're interacting with a government entity they won't accept it and it will disappear <laughs> so it's like the worst right. but it's just really interesting because it is an analog thing that is useful for this one use case that i could like this is the most obvious thing and there's no really good digital solution for that other than like just having a instant banking i guess but I was going to say, what about not doing it? Yeah, that's true. Okay, anyway, so the US thing is a mess. Yeah. Um, it sounds like the we're in for a weird other year. 
benefit of checks in okay. the U.S. This isn't less the case now that there's an app for every bank. Right. But before there was an app, oh, before the on iPhone, revolutionary technology, an app. <laughs> before the iPhone, when you had to put in your account number <clears throat> and routing number mm-hmm. for your bank account, that's where you found it was on the bottom of the check. Uh, oh, that's why all the that's, Canadian banks that's have how a you picture of the, the check. Yeah. When I click account There's, details in the that. app, it shows me a picture of a check. Because that's where you used to find those. <sighs> yeah. Well, in Canada, so, the uh, way they verify your identity is your mother's maiden name, which is hilariously misogynistic <laughs> because some mothers don't have maiden names. Some people uh, don't even have mothers. And my friend generated divorced. a one password password and says that is her mother's maiden name. It is the fucking oh funniest thing. She'll be like, That's okay, funny. it's at underscore. And they're like, always say what? And she's like, well, I'm not giving you my real mother's maiden name. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Or some people just have their mother's maiden name. Yeah. That name. Well, she yeah, has yeah. a hyphenated has last name. And so she was like, you can, there's a 50% chance you can guess. Which one <laughs> is my mother's name? Like, it's really bad security. Oh. It's really and bad they're like, security. Can you, well, and, and they're like, the backup way to verify yourself is read out the numbers on the front of your credit card. I'm like, what are you doing? Like, these are the two things that you're told not to do. I well, mean, also for, me, for like, me personally, those two things are on the front of my fucking credit card. Right. Right. There you go. Boom. Because my last name is my mother's maiden name and my right. credit card number is right underneath that. There you go. Uh. Well, and it's different from culture to culture. Like, like in Mexico, it's very common that you just keep everybody's right. names. And so your name is typically longer. It's, it's my funny, the funny anyway. thing about it actually was that when I was setting up my bank account here, I was like, can I use a different security like is there any other security you cannot it's only mother's maiden name and they were like oh we'll have to verify it matches your actual mother's maiden name i'm like why it's not secure like i don't oh i'm so like i'm so mad about it i think that like one of the craziest things i'm about to say is (laughs) what we've just talked about is that banking is broken and voting is broken yes and those are like maybe the most fundamental parts of our society that's why nobody wants like we put them online and now we can't do anything about it and we i mean we didn't get into healthcare, but that's also broken (laughs) in a fundamental part so like those are the three the basics Mm -hmm. housing's broken healthcare's broken banking's broken and voting i've got real fast internet so i guess (laughs) i guess i'll use the content um how yeah. are people not fucking jaded in this world like it's fucking well, like the, the, combination, the combination of those things being broken basically means that like democracy does not exist right in some countries this got very dark very um, fast yeah so, so Chromebooks. i was gonna say i don't want to like <laughs> slide out of the dms here but uh Chromebooks. <laughs> i tried to fix the book go it good um, Wait, do do we feel like we talked about the Iowa app enough I think that so. you understand it? Yeah, I, I, this was I like yes, yes, no, uh, a little you bit. For, uh, our American correspondent, and now back to yeah. the news. <laughs> well, I mean, I don't understand what a fucking caucus is. Yeah, no, it sounds like I a mean, sex thing. I understand like, that is wrong as hell. Yeah, it's just another broken part of it. So the DNC, the Democratic National Convention, organizes all this stuff leading up to like getting to a democratic candidate for president and i don't think they're very good at their job mm-hmm. 
they've proven to be pretty racist also just based on like how the primaries have gone down so far yeah great anyway let's talk about that pixel book go it's good (laughs) what a segue i love it i was really surprised actually zach you have banged on that chrome os drum quite a lot for a number of time and it is better than i expected it's so good. It what makes great. it better than, than as you expect it? What, okay. What it I think the reason that it felt better. Okay. First of all, the hardware is really nice. Like it is just genuine. Like the advertising does not do it justice. Like people are like, it's so expensive. I'm like, I know why it's fucking well made. <laughs> like it's a MacBook no, level design. I don't, but I don't understand. Expensive. The expensive is anchored on the original exact cost of Chromebooks. Exactly. But people so everyone's like, well, it's, it's more than three hundred dollars. Yeah. Well, yeah, and so but people like your MacBook's four thousand yeah. dollars. So I don't understand. And I think people like, discount it like it's a value perception problem because of Chrome OS. The problem is Chrome OS can actually just do everything anyway. And you're <laughs> like, if we're all honest with each other, ninety percent of the time, most people live in a web browser. Like I, we're probably the edge case. Most people at my work for sure could live in a Chrome browser and never think a second time. Like, it's fine. Yeah, I think I think we're kind of a gradient. For me, it would not do it. Right. Because I and need for my... my use case, even it stretches it. Right. But Freddie, what were you going to say? You need your what? I, I need my Photoshop. Right. Exactly. And I think I think that's fine. And that's not the point of these things anyway. Like, it's like the creative edge case is not or everybody. Appropriate. That would be great. That would be cool. Well, that's the thing. I was and so, hoping Procreate would come to Chrome OS. I think for like... Or Android, I mean. Like, yeah, exactly. Same thing. Um, yeah. I think for the average person, the fact that Android apps are on there fills that gap a lot of it. Like, if you even are remotely interested in like creative stuff, you can still do it. Like, there's Android apps and stuff. Um, and I think that, that the marketing yeah. is just fucking atrocious. Like, that's what I learned, I think, from this week is like, uh, it feels more modern, I think. Like, the OS is like modern. Like, it, it's new. It's not like this... It's, it's not been built for 20 years. There's a lot of like interesting UX stuff in there that I haven't seen anywhere else. It's like really well designed. Uh, like it doesn't have all the shit that comes with like even dealing with a Mac. Um, What's your favorite yeah, part of it so far? I think it's just the battery life. <laughs> <laughs> like I can okay, use it for two days. Okay, but isn't that just having a new? Isn't that no, just having no, a new this device? Is like, this is like a MacBook, but it just keeps going for days. Like it just yeah, it's. I really can't even long. get to 50 percent battery by the end of the day. Like it's it's ridiculous. And that's because it's, because it's so simple. Well, yeah. And what's happened is they've spent so much, and they being the whole industry, so much money and time and engineering to get battery life on phones to be right. lighter. And you have a mobile processor, yeah. mostly mobile parts in that pixel yeah. book, and then the rest is all battery. It is so much so Your motherboard... I Your motherboard is like this. it's like an iPad yeah. where it's like it's a slab of battery with a little bit of chip right. in it and then a screen and on it. Chrome is not synonymous with battery life. However, because it's a like I think what Google is up against with Chrome on Windows and Mac is actually the fact that they're not the OS developer. Like when you right. have to build something on top of somebody else's thing, it's not going to be good. And on Chrome OS, it's so good. It's ridiculous. I am I was expecting like oh yeah, I'll get 3 hours. Like that seems optimistic even for most devices. But this was like, I'll get to the five o'clock mark. I've been in meetings all day. No charger. 52% still. I'm like, yeah, I don't get it. It's incredible. Um, well, and... Um, but actually... The Edge, the new Edge right. browser for Windows. Yeah. Same thing. You've got the person making right. the hardware, making it the software. Things. 
of course it's going to run better. closer to to the source basically for lack of a better yeah. term um but actually if i was to say my favorite thing it's to be honest like the keyboard was the be- is the best keyboard i've ever used on a laptop period keep hearing that I, it's absolutely that. insane how good it is i don't know what they did but it's like it's somewhere between you know how like the butterfly keyboard on the mac is like universally hated but like i actually quite liked the typing style of it like i didn't like how loud it was or whatever but um it's a combination between that and old laptop keyboards and it's just really like soft and it doesn't hurt after using it a lot i know this is like the most banal shit but in general it's just like a good combination of all the things i have this thing when people type really fast on their laptops i get a little bit nauseous (laughs) i'm not joking oh my god Um, nightmares and and like the new macbooks were the worst for that oh they're so loud at my office it's worse than sitting next to mechanical keyboard people like it's just absolutely the worst I, th- I think that's just bad office culture, Owen. You're yeah. not supposed to have a mechanical keyboard in your office. Whatsoever. No, I know, but no, you're not actually. Nobody People Shopify do. does. I have, you know. Oh, really? Uh, because it's not polite. Uh, but the MacBook is louder. Like I'd rather people type on because the problem with the MacBook, the original one, like the keyboard of the butterfly, is you can hear it bottoming out on the table more than the right. keys. Like it's just like it's, it's right. a table noise. Um, but I think the most undersold thing of the Chromebook is the Android app thing. Like. It can't be it's understated. Great. It's a bit jank, but like it can't be understated how incredible it is to be able to run all your mobile apps on the desktop. And I think that if Apple does that, or like if Microsoft was able to pull it off, it's it would be fucking huge. I think people just just don't realize how much it matters. So d- does yeah. like the MacBook now feel ancient to you in a way? <laughs> Mac OS is so weird because it feels modern sometimes and then i'm like I d- like just a lot of the ux stuff on there is infuriating um it feels ancient and weird but i, I have to return the chromebook to be clear um, yeah but i consider buying one but i to be honest i think i still want them to add lte to it i really wish it had lte i was really sad that it didn't yeah but I get that what they want you to do is pair it to your phone. Yeah, they have this thing, the instant tethering thing, which is like a ripped off version of the Apple instant hotspot thing. And it works really well. It's like, I have no Except for the fact that it drains your phone battery. Yeah, well, that's 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 what drives me crazy about that. It's like people always online, in my reviews, I've been banging on this for years. I've been like, I wish they would just add LTE. Like I always just mention it. And the people but it are like, makes so but much sense though. I'm like, I bought my battery. Like, I don't want to charge my phone. Because pra- in practical uh, daily life, that mm. would mean I would have my laptop and then I have my phone and then I have a big battery pack. Mm-hmm. And it means that I'm trying <laughs> to juggle like having three yeah. batteries yeah. charged. Well, we just discussed that the new Chromebook apparently has great battery life. Exactly, so- right. Yeah, maybe you would not be able to use it for two days, but if you can I'll still take use the it battery for a head. full day, then that is still pretty great yeah. because that's out. That's about like what my new uh, Mac uh, MacBook, hear me, the uh, Surface Book also does, like a, around a day or yeah. something. It, when I take it to the uh, office and it's fully charged, and I will like mm-hmm. do actual like Photoshop Illustrator tasks on it. Mm-hmm. It's the batteries drain by about four. Yeah, in the afternoon. that sounds about right. But that's I don't know. It was the I'm one impressed. Thing I'll say about battery life and having your phone and your laptop and tethering, and they're at least going in this the right direction yeah. of the industry. Of it's only USB C ports, mm-hmm. and your phone's got a USB C port. If you have an Android phone at this point, <laughs> your laptop has USB C port, yeah. and Chrome OS and Android both let you charge in either direction. Yeah. 
So you can literally plug your phone into your laptop and charge your laptop, or you can charge your phone yeah. and you just bring the one cable so and it's the same charger. So you only bring one charger. You know, it, pack thing has the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's, it's not great. So I think I th- live in the USB-C world tech. I live in it <laughs> also, except my headphones, which is infuriating. Like, Oh no, like my headphones. I have, have um, the Sony ones from the year before they switched to USB-C. Yeah, hey, you okay. Got, you got the B&O ones. Nice. Girl. Oh, yeah. Those oh, I'm, just, I'm just low-key just dropping that in there. <laughs> yeah, uh, these ones, which are the same ones, but then the smaller ones. I'm using ones. a wire like an idiot. I'm I also use these um, but, um, for flying. These um, are my travel. I don't really use them at my desk because I kind of like to be able to hear myself a little anyway, bit. Anyway, like, I, it's getting in the weeds on the head, but, but I think... <laughs> um, I think Sorry. Google should be admonished for like not doing it. Just sit off the thing. Their marketing sucks. Like they don't, it's not even the pixel book. That's the problem. I think the marketing for that was interesting from a perspective of like, it's light, it's fun, but they should have probably doubled down on the premium thing. They don't market yeah. Chrome OS. That was the whole point of this whole thing. Originally I was like, great laptop. What the fuck can I do with it? Like they don't really yeah. ex- like everybody's like, it's for kids. Well, those kids are going to be 18 now and they're going to be using Chromebooks for years. So like get better at marketing this shit. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm, I use Chrome OS primarily. I can do most of my full design job on Chrome OS. Mm -hmm. And that was the surprising thing to me is I can code on that. Like it all is working and it's all fine, but it's just, it's a weird state of affairs where they're terrible at telling people about it. Like I, I see yeah. it as the surface marketing, like surface used to be like, look, nerds, we have this great tablet. It can also be a whatever. And now they've pivoted into like, it's premium and also does all the things. And also the battery lasts and also no drivers. Like they've gotten better at filling that void. I, I do have to say, while you're bringing up the surface, <laughs> Dieter Bond over at the verge, he has this YouTube video about the Surface Pro X, like revisiting it. Mm. He says it's the best Chromebook. Fuck, that hurts. Because it, it kind of makes sense because it's all the benefits of a Chromebook. It's the best form factor. It's got great battery life. The hardware is really, really, Sick really burner. good. But yeah. it's also got Microsoft apps. Yes. So you could install a Windows app. So interesting. In unless thing. it's like, I'm so not supported on the ARM chip. To get, like, that's all um yeah uh, they're playing so hard to get i'll get there um anyway it's really good i one thing would use it. owen before yes. before you send it back mm. will you play stadia on oh, it? oh that's a good point i can i can do that it should be the, exactly the same but i'll do it for you but but you know i i feel like that's the <clears> use case for these newer chromebooks that no one's really yeah, talking about it's true. like you could have one device yeah from and actually play games and geforce now is actually supported on there now isn't it oh, funny really? how how we all have this like dream where we only own one device <laughs> and i like still we're like, like fucking like, like i'm on yeah, a desktop like computer devices. right now like what is happening <laughs> no i'm it's sitting like in a... front of my desktop computer but but i'm doing this on my laptop and then hmm. next to me is an ipad and then i'm holding my and iPhone, like meanwhile like... i'm literally thinking on the side i think i'm gonna buy a mac mini so i can use it at my desk like it's just like the stupidest <laughs> shit wait owen Buy a Chromebox. I don't want a Chromebox. I need a Mac computer <laughs> on the desktop. That's the problem. Uh, Why? Because Ben will not use it. And that's like my constraint oh. is like, you can't force somebody else to change their thing. I'm willing to be a bit more OS fluid. But like, if you need 
a thing. Yeah, I don't know. I don't. That's the whole you're point. Poisoned, hey, you're poisoned by Apple again. I'm poisoned by you Apple are. out of sheer like force because I need it for my job. Like, and Wait. that is on Shopify. Like, straight, I'll call them out publicly here. Like, yo, it's fucked up if your company will only issue and support a single OS. So. Owen, oh, you tweeted a, something about switching back to an iPhone for an Apple Watch. Oh, yeah. That, I would be tempted, but I would never, never would I ever. Is that a threat? It's not a threat. I will say, Why living in North never? America, the iMessage thing is more prevalent, and it sucks. I don't get invited <laughs> to shit because I'm not on iMessage. It's the dumbest no, fucking Owen. shit. Owen, you, you don't get invited because you're a dork. That's- <laughs> <laughs> no, okay, but genuinely. Earth, I'm joking. I, I, like, genuinely, I'm not in this group chat. I know, I know I'm not in this group chat of a bunch of people I know because it's on iMessage, and you can't make an SMS a group, group chat. So to be honest, young. it's kind of annoying sometimes. I right. I have friends that I, I have a hard that. time connecting together because I know that some people are on Telegram uh-huh. and other people are on Signal, and then we have WhatsApp, and then some people hate Facebook, so no WhatsApp. But Dude. like, <laughs> I hate WhatsApp, but I I had to give in. Mm-hmm. My yeah. biggest problem is you can't use WhatsApp on Chrome OS. Because it sees it as your phone, and you can't have WhatsApp registered to two phones at the same time on the same account. Is that a work? Web.whatsapp.com. Create it into an app. Boom. Try the it. fuck? Mm, interesting. But like, anyway, that, that's like, why WhatsApp desktop app actually is. It's yeah. just web dot what whatever. I, um, I basically yeah. use three chat apps now because I'm um, I'm just done. Like yeah, I have Telegram, to... uh, WhatsApp, and like SMS open actually all day. So there you go. Yeah. I do Telegram, Signal, WhatsApp, Slack, Discord. Yeah. Everything becomes a chat. Instagram app. DMs and then like everything. Instagram DMs, Twitter DMs. Twitter DMs. And like... here I am crying out for Twitter to make DMs an app. And I'm like, wait, no more apps. But they should. Well, no, I, I, I don't. I would they like should. That. I would use, I, would pro- they, I think they know this. I would probably delete the main Twitter app and just do the DMs. Like, and I think they know that. I think they, they should be okay with that. Twitter browser. Yeah, there you go. Boom. They just changed their active user number to not represent people tweeting. Oh, that's smart. Yeah, because look at me. We're the one percent. Um, okay, is there anything else? Because I have to go in the next seven minutes. Yeah, yeah. Freddie got a new iPhone. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. Shit. How is it? I got a new iPhone. It's pretty good, actually. It's uh, funny because uh, Wait, so which before one? this, I got the, ele- yeah, the I iPhone eleven. Okay, so not the Pro eleven, uh, whatever nope. the fuck it's called. So my previous iPhone was an iPhone eight, wow. which I got, which I got when the iPhone ten came out. Oh, I remember that. You were like, and I, I des- don't like it. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I decided I wanted to have a uh, iPhone eight plus because mm-hmm. I thought it would be nice, and I wasn't really into the form factor and the price tag of the I'm uh, iPhone ten mm-hmm. that came out then, and um, I really liked the form factor of the previous iPhones, mm-hmm. so I, I settled for the eight. That's two years ago now. Um, and but like the thing is, for some reason, I ended up getting not the plus, but just a regular version. And it's really funny because <laughs> I, I came from I had like an iPhone six. So the upgrade didn't really feel like an upgrade at all right. whatsoever. So the jump from like the eight to the 11 is quite a jump and mm-hmm. the form factor is quite different. And then I also don't have a home screen button anymore. Right. And then there is fucking face ID. <laughs> Oh, how do you feel about that? I feel it's weird. 
Um, so what I really, 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 really loved about the iPhone 8 is that um, it ha- the home button has the fingerprint scan- mm-hmm. scanner in, right? So it made paying with Apple Pay literally the best experience mm-hmm. possible. Like, I didn't have to think about it. There were no steps to it. I could just put my thumb on it right. and, like, Boom. hold it close to the, the thing and it would, like, yeah. take care of itself. And the, the the specific thing that I really liked about that is that it took away a lot of struggles. Yeah. So it nothing will happen. It won't beep. It won't be weird. It won't ask for your pin. It will yeah. just go through. Because those are struggles that we have when you use your bank card mm. uh, and do con- contactless pay. Whenever you go over a certain threshold. <laughs> yeah, the 50 euros, right? The thing will beep as if you don't have any like yeah. money on your card. It's annoying. It's I hate so it. Terrible. Yeah. Um, so the, the best part of the iPhone 8 and Apple Pay was the fingerprint scanner, I think. Um, now the iPhone 11 obviously doesn't have fingerprint scanner anymore, and just does the face um, ID thing. Yep. And I've I've only had my iPhone for two days, so I will definitely it will definitely get better. But it doesn't recognize me when I wear sunglasses. Right. Yeah. So you have to train it an alternate appearance. I had to do that on my iPad. <laughs> yeah, I, I should probably do that because I went I I I go out for coffee every afternoon when I'm in my studio. Um, and it's like the same thing basically mm. every day and it, it is spring now apparently. So I wear sunglasses <laughs> Right. and I was paying and it wouldn't do it and it takes long and it just yeah. says declines, but then like, it's, it's a whole fucking weird thing. Yeah. I hadn't thought about alternate appearances yet, but I will definitely put my sunglasses so in there. I feel like I saw this tweet that made me think about this a lot and I had already thought about this take on face ID. You all know how I feel about that, but, um, yeah, I saw this thing that was like face ID is designed by a bunch of like people in California who don't know how it works to go outside <laughs> in the cold or in a country with smog. And they were saying like in China, it's really uh, the iPhone has struggled a little bit, actually, because a lot of people wear masks and you can't use yeah. face unlock if you have a mask. Oh, my exactly. God. And especially with the like coronavirus stuff. And then I also um, found that here, here as well, like I wear a scarf or I put my hood on. It's negative 12. Like. And it doesn't work. There's no. It just doesn't work. And it does it work in the dark? I don't think it works. It well works in, in the dark, dark either. But you have to have like I found with like bed or like whatever. You have to be like exactly pointing. You know, yeah. like it's the. But I find myself doing the weird thing where I just go like, okay, so if if I have my phone like on my desk yeah. like this, like what I did before was just put my finger on it and then it, and then it would unlock and I could mm-hmm. just take a peek. But now I find myself going like. <laughs> Like doing <laughs> so, doing the weird move so it will see my face and then it won't do it and then I have yeah. to type in the code anyway. Like but this is the one thing that Google nailed on the Pixel Four is that it it can authenticate you while it's flat on a desk because they figured out the angle thing and they know that you're there and so they just like unlock. It's so much nicer, but the rest, yeah, it's still yeah, it's weird. And I, I I think about those memes all the time where you're like the way I see myself, the way my iPhone sees yeah. me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I found that I do this thing on my iPad where I'm like, to to try and make it unlock, I do this like chin thing. Like, I'm like, look at me. Yeah. It's this weird fucking gesture. Just like when I was setting up Face ID, I was just like. like, (laughs) It's not natural. People around me were like, what are you doing? Uh, So like the Windows Hello on the, my Surface Pro and on your Surface laptop, like, I don't mind that because it's the use case it's not usually me outside it's like me at my desk or me at you're my not couch. using it in the tub 
And it's got the IR, so it does work at night. Yeah. Or, like, in the dark. Yeah. yeah. That's... But, like, I don't... In my iPad, it's, like... We've talked about oh, this iPad before. iPad so bad. I hate it. It's just... It should be on, the, on the wrong long side. side. But Apple they, I always have my finger in front I of know. it. I know. Even though I've had this iPad and they, for such a long and time. And I used it for video calls like, a few uh, times. And you're, like, looking like this oh. the whole time. Because the camera... Oh, it's so bad. Is, yeah, it's, like... It's just like looking, yeah, you're like, like, look at, like dead stare into the distance. It's beautiful. So it's yeah, bad. Face ID, I feel like it fills on me a lot. Mm-hmm. I definitely have to get it into my system. So that's definitely part yeah. of it. Um, I also realized that I was definitely a hater of Face ID before. And now that I have it, I still kind of feel the same about it. But I had kind of forgotten <laughs> about yeah. how I felt about that in the past. And now I have to do with that. do it as well. Like there's, it's... It sucks well, because, you like, you can couldn't... you can use your code and everything. No, I know, but the like, one thing that I really it's, love it's about it, back. yeah, is that um, if you get notifications on your uh, lock screen, it will just say notification, mm-hmm. and then if it's in your face, yeah, then it will show what it is. What, that is in the very message. nice. That is like the there are benefits to the face ID stuff, but like it didn't need to be mutually exclusive, right? Like they could have still given you the finger, like. Also, it just the idea that my face is just like my password just kind of freaks me out. Yeah, it freaks me out too. I don't love that. Um, anyway. But I mean, I, I use it on two of my devices. Yeah. So. I, I like the fingerprint sensor on my block phone. I, yeah. Oh, my God. Okay. That's the thing I forgot. I'm sorry to come back to Chromebooks, but that is the fucking hugest miss on the Pixelbook Go. It's infuriating because you can't unlock any other way except using your password. Like, this smart so, unlock, which uses your phone, which is fine when it works. It doesn't work very reliably. And so, like, I have a horrible Google password, and I had to type it in, like, Every time I wanted mm-hmm. to use it, I was like, just put a fingerprint sensor in it. Like, mm-hmm. what year is it? So, Owen, I, I, I know. I agree with you completely. So weird. The Samsung Galaxy Chromebook and the new Asus C whatever, their branding is way worse than any I was going to say, branding. Samsung they're all, doesn't. <laughs> no, Asus, they're all like, it's the Asus C634. Did you see they have this monitor that looks and like a like, keyboard bash is the name? It's like Asus, <laughs> like, as QWERTY. <laughs> and you're like, ah. <laughs> But so they both have the ones that are, were just announced at CES that are coming out like this quarter. They both have fingerprint sensors where the power button is. Oh, God. Yeah, that's why I wouldn't buy so, the Pixelbook. Go into your settings. Uh, as soon yeah. as you get in front of your Pixelbook, you can switch it to a four-digit pin. Yeah, that's what I, that's instead what I did. Instead of your long Google password. But it's still shit. Like, it's still so shit. Your yeah. Google password? Are you kidding yeah. me? You log in because <laughs> it's your Google account. And it's is like. Is this a joke? No. And, like, my Google password is yeah. the longest password. Like, it's because absolutely it atrocious. You got to turn it's, on the pin. It's, it's insane. No, but the insane thing to me, actually, is that <laughs> Google assumes that you want to use the Google password to unlock your computer. No, right. never. That's problematic because like I get that password is the one password that I have. That's, that's the like most complete, important. secure, insane shit. Yes. Because I don't want it to be hacked. Yeah. And I then they're like, will- unlock your computer with this 90 digit password. I'm like, every time I'd be like, uh, uh, uh. no, what it really should be is log in for the first time with your secret password and then use your four and or six. Any Google in. PR person, I'm sure will email me after this Probably. listening and say, yeah, but smart unlock is a thing, which is great. No. It connects to your phone. And if your phone is nearby, I don't, unlock. I don't like it's smart unlock. unreliable. It doesn't work. It's, it's unreliable. Like watch unlock on the Mac. It's just useless. Don't bother. Like this is really I'm, honestly though, I this know. is really bad. Yeah. Yeah, it's a huge. Mistake. I know I'm an edge case, but when you have two Chrome devices in your house <gasps> that you both use, you can't just 
do the like secure unlock oh my god with both of them so dumb <laughs> so here's another thing that bothers me i have to go in two minutes so say it very i quickly. know <laughs> the titan security key they have a usb-c version i now. have it the usb-c yeah because they replaced the keys remember just leave it sticking out of the side of your pixel but go what and but use that to unlock it would your get computer. stolen oh. like what I was gonna say is I can't Wait, order it because I don't fucking live in America. I don't think it's supported yet because it wouldn't it wouldn't do it. It wouldn't do no, it. There's no option still. Like I don't know if it's just in beta or something, but yeah, that's what that would actually work for me though. Is like if they really want to go down that path, put the fingerprint thing in that, or like just use the secure whatever, but like make it work. No, I think then the 2020 Pixel Book that comes out 2020 sounds will fancy. absolutely have a fingerprint sensor. Yeah, what a mess. The rest of it's great. Okay, I do have to go and do commuting things. <laughs> um, one more, one more yeah. thing though is the Pixelbook Slate has a fingerprint. I know, sensor. I know. Doesn't that drive you crazy? <laughs> I know. There's always going to be something. Three different devices within a two-year period that together have all the features you want. Yeah, I would buy the Slate. I would buy it so hard if it wasn't shit. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay. I gotta go. I'm going to hit stop for you. You want to say the end thing? Um, hi at chargepodcast.com. Subscribe uh, in your favorite podcast oh, app. Share it with a friend. Um, <laughs> join us in Discord. Discord link in the show notes. That's how we're also live streaming we now. Do, and we should do more often than you can join. More often. I popped that link into Discord in the podcast channel. And uh, leave us a voice message through Anchor. Hello, I live in we, we should do a dialogue episode one day. I think we found. Um, yes. Open the that. phone lines. Okay. Au revoir. Bye, biscuits. Bye.